Welcome to episode 230 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. I'm Spoons. And I'm Kayla Marie Turichano. We'd like to take a moment right at the top of the show to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember the lands that we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. So we would like to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area. So, Kayla, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. You're the uh, incoming life section editor at the Concordian? Exactly. What does that mean? That means that I am basically in charge of the life section at the Concordian, which is the... (laughs) Yeah. um, It's the (laughs) newspaper at our school. Well, my school. Ow. You okay? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. (laughs) So, life editor, um, what can that encompass? That encompasses kind of like events, um, anything lifestyle related. Hmm food, transportation to school, because we're on the Loyola campus, and even downtown, it's not easy or Mm. fun most of the time. Um, Life section, people. Awesome. (laughs) Things, a lot of things, yeah. Cool. Um, So yeah, I'm very excited for that to be happening. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's very cool. I was just just at Concordia yesterday. We, uh, (laughs) so we had told our five-year-olds, uh, that we were going to go to old Montreal yesterday. And then the day kind of just slowly started getting away from us, and we realized we didn't have enough bus tickets, and we are like, well, we just said we were going to go to an old part of Montreal. <laughs> we didn't really explain like what that really meant. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, we're going. And then we just walked to Loyola campus, which is like 20 minutes away from our house. That's a good plan. And we are like, look at all these old buildings. <laughs> oh, uh, my goodness. Do you know like across from the journalism slash communication building, Mm -hmm. there is a big statue. Do you know the statue I'm talking about? It's like near the bookstore. Yes. What's the deal with the statue? I was trying to figure out like, so it's this very large statue of a native man and a native woman. Mm -hmm. It's massive. It's massive. It's like painted, which is not typical of statues. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of like, I don't know, like I'm trying to figure out like there wasn't a plaque or anything. There's a plaque. Uh, is there I a just, plaque? I've I didn't never read, read the plaque. Okay. <laughs> I've done a project on the statue. Okay. Oh. Tell us about the statue. Because I, I mean, was I was like not sure if it was problematic or not, basically, was what it came down to. This is a good question. Um, when I say I did a project on the statue, I mean that in my first year, when we had to go out and shoot for my intro to visual journalism, we had to go on campus and do a bunch of tight, medium, wide, extra wide shots, you know, the whole journalism visual thing. Mm. Um, And I did that because it was easy and it was on campus to not lug equipment all the way back to Laval, which is where I'm from. Um, And yeah, so I've seen it. I filmed it. I don't know what it is. Ah, it was just because it was so big that it was was great great for the shot. (laughs) So many great angles. It's a good, what, 20 feet? Oh, shit. Okay. It's it's huge. Yeah. Massive. Yes. Don't know what it is, though. Hopefully we can get information on that for yeah. the next episode. I yeah, it seems like... very researchable. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm even just going to Google it right now because I'm curious. <laughs> there, there was a statue in Lincoln Park uh, where I grew up, and uh, I used to like do Easter egg hunting. Like, uh, like they'd hide eggs in the statue, and, was, and we'd go run around the park and stuff. And I, when I was a carriage driver, a bunch of people had asked me, like, Who, who's the dude in the chair? And I kept like... I don't know. I really should look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I eventually did. He was the inventor of Novocaine. What? <laughs> I, I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Well done, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should have more statues of inventors. Yeah, I love it. I, uh, takes I looked, pain away. I looked up the statue. Uh, it's a statue called The Emergence of the Chief oh, from yes. 2005. Yes. Uh, it was made by a guy named Dave McGarry. Uh, from Wyoming, who works out in New Mexico, sounds like basically it was built to pay homage to the fact that 
Concordia was built on okay. the territory. Okay. Uh, and to and its place at a key intersection on Loyola campus where the historic meets the contemporary, uh, affirming links between native peoples and the Concordia community. I think maybe because it's between a new building and an old building? Or, yeah, it's yeah. between what used to be Loyola College. Okay. It's like facing the long part of that building. And then after the, in the courtyard, um, there's the new science building along the left side, I guess. Hmm. And it goes into an L shape, and then there's our building, which is journalism and communications. Yeah, so that would make sense. It's a, yeah. it's closer to the older building though, but it's in that courtyard. Yeah. I wonder why they like. There's this rule that like, let's make this glorious statue about this very specific thing, and then there probably is a plaque, like you said, there is a plaque, but it's probably pretty small. Like, it, I feel like a lot of statues would be well served to have a proper like touristy thing that's much bigger that can describe a lot more about it rather than just like three lines that are often like a quote or just names and dates and it's like okay and yes everything is absolutely googleable but i feel like it would be nice to walk up to something and be like oh this is the information the full information about this like at an aquarium Yes. You know, you walk up to a fish tank and you're like, what fish are in here? Exactly. That fish. Let me read a paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes see that in some installations of of like statues, Mm -hmm. especially like larger things. They'll have like a larger podium that has Mm -hmm. stuff. I I guess it just depends on how much background that like if it's a commemoration of some historical event, they tend to just put the date and the name. Yeah. 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 You know history. You figure it out. (laughs) Right. Um, but there's a, an amazing, very famous statue outside of the Denver airport. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. Uh, they, they call him Big Blue. Um, he's a giant uh, rearing bronco. Yeah. Uh, and he's blue with red veins and uh, a, a, like fiery like orange mane and glowing red eyes. Holy shit, that sounds amazing. And it, <laughs> it, it really does. It yeah. killed its creator and <laughs> was... <laughs> What? Uh, continued on, I think, by his, his son, and uh, <gasps> they kind of banished it out into a field outside of the airport <laughs> instead of the location that it was supposed to be in. So when you pull into the airport, there's this giant, like, demon horse. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I have a question. Yes. When you said it killed its creator. I was also curious about that. <laughs> Did I it think fall it on fell on him? I, I'm oh not entirely sure. That's nuts. But the Denver That's airport wild. also has a lot of, like, conspiracies about, like, um, the Illuminati and, like, a very odd collection of art that uh, people are reading backwards so they think it means Jesus is bad. I don't know. But what? <laughs> that took a wild yeah. to finish. Um, and you're like, hey, you want to learn a little bit about the Denver airport? You think it's going to go into Illuminati and demon horses? Not really. That's it it turns great. out to be an unusually interesting place. There's a lot of underground tunnels that people think have something to do with the Yeah. Underground tunnels, demon wow. horses, yeah, fucking awesome. Denver so who wants to take fun. a trip? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Denver. Now announcing our next live show will be in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> On the back of the horse. <laughs> oh, wow. Can I swing back a little bit yeah. uh, with your uh, journalism? Do you feature students in it? when you when you talk about like life? Is it like specific students? Is it more groups? Is what kind of stuff do you feature? This is a very excellent question. So the Concordian has a platform that we try to really emphasize. Um, Concordia, Concordia students, Concordia events, really like a student hub. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to tell our students stories um, or also in like relation to Concordia itself, but mostly the students themselves because awesome. it is, it's paper for students, by students, yeah, 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 run by students. So if it's, if it gets fucked up, it's students' fault. So, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 I hope someone has pity on me if that goes wrong. <laughs> it's like, I'm also a student. Don't hate me, please. But I feel like that must be such a, a supportive dynamic. Like if it's a student featuring a student rather than someone from the outside coming in and trying to express the ideas or opinions of students, like you, you're on the same page to a certain extent. Yeah, like, we definitely are. We know. I can just imagine if I ran and be like, so do young people have valuable things to say? <laughs> yes, absolutely. We definitely do. What do you wear? still on snapchat <laughs> what's this tiktok i've been hearing about <laughs> i am curious about tiktok <laughs> we were just talking about oh yeah it, so okay yeah. and ticking about it yeah um, <laughs> no, see tom. myself out yeah tom please do tom. i feel like i need to bless you now just to like <laughs> take over the, the room because of that like a humor sneeze like 
a humor sneeze? Yeah, like you have to excuse him out of like... Oh my god. Oh, I like that. Hey, how you doing, Spoons? <laughs> Spoons! She was given a nickname in the like a past episode. That's true. They're trying to make it stick. Yeah. yeah, so please, whenever you address the person over there... Call them spoons. Yeah, yeah Adrian. Hey, spoons. S- spoons. Can I, can I get a, <laughs> sure. Can I just get a quick, like, everyone be completely silent. Can I get a quick, like, rock out of you just saying the word spoons? Spoons. Thanks. I'm going to edit that in where you introduced yourself at the beginning. <laughs> 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 oh, exciting. Oh. Guys, this episode is brought to you in part by Chaos. Not, you know, the force that governs the universe. But chaos with a K. <laughs> Every time the pauses are <laughs> so, so hard. Pauses. Are you looking to produce some high quality branded content without breaking the bank? Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Do you need professional sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers? How about cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? How about live stream capability and event hosting? I hate you. (laughs) Whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media pages, they've got a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos. With a K. How does George feel about how you do this? Huh? <laughs> Has George ever written you and been like, Tom, I think you're a great guy. But please stop being a dick with my ads. He's never said anything about no? it. So, you know. Maybe he's just not like, yet. I trust Tom fully. I, I don't need to check in. Like, I'm not listening to <laughs> I feel like George has been listening to this show and supporting yep. us for like over two years. He, he knows by now. Yeah, that's true. He, he knew what he was getting into. He knows he, what to expect. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kate, do you want to take them to the cash corner? Absolutely. Welcome to the cash corner. The part of the show where we shamelessly ask you this. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the cash corner. <laughs> part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money if you what so (laughs) i chose to restart it i chose to restart it and i i just i felt like you would either edit it out or you wouldn't you would make that choice so i actually just wanted to mess with you today Oh, that's why that music that was, was. That was. But it's weird because my goal was to actually sound normal for once. <laughs> because I'm really in my head. I do voices a lot, and I'm in my head about like how annoying that is to other people. Why would that be annoying when you're supposed to be lively and entertaining? I know. <laughs> I know. Like this is the oh the point that I'm gonna try to not sound like a, a radio person is for an ad. Like that's okay. a, th- yeah, that was my stupid choice. You know, oh. next time for the podcast, I'm gonna be as dull as possible. <laughs> I love how your interpretation of me being real is me being dull. <laughs> okay, so would you like me to uh, not be dull? No, I was actually just messing with you because we don't have any actual cash corner copy today. What? There's, <laughs> there's text. There's, there's clearly there's copy. Bold, it says, welcome to the cash corner. Words follow. And then the other stuff. But there's so. like not the paragraph that's usually in the middle. I was just it's like, short. okay, it's light and summary. <laughs> No, I think you're sorry that you have to live this moment. It's totally fine. with us. No. Can't when when Kayla emailed me initially, she wanted like to get some like experience podcasting, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to put together the worst episode of this show so that she can see what not to do." Are we not cutting all of this out? No. God damn it! Oh. Um, so uh, to to cut the crap for a second, 15 episodes ago, you and I did a thing where for the first like 10 minutes of the show, we just talked really openly about Patreon mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. about how money is spent yep. uh, here at uh, Up for Discussion. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a good idea to do something like that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just telling Adrian before, I felt like five episodes was way too frequent. 10 episodes was still a little too frequent. But 15 episodes feels like good spacing because it's ah, every like three months or so right so yeah so i thought we could talk a little bit just sort of openly about like why we get money on patreon and what right. that means to us cool. and like i assume it's blowing helpful. women well yeah it's, it's mostly that frankly <laughs> sure we need a lot of cocaine to get the show you know blow and women yes not I blowing, women. blowing women I, heard that too. I was very confused yeah, you, we both like, stayed silent 
perhaps it's the use of a term that died out in the 70s. Yeah, we weren't all alive then. I wasn't either, actually. Yeah, don't look at her like that. Jesus. Oh, yeah, you guys are the same age. Close. Close. I might be a little bit older. Oh, my God. I was. I, I had a freak out, like... Uh, I said to Paul something about uh, my husband. I said something about like, oh, in our forties we can do that. And then I was like, in four years, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. <laughs> two years away, two years away from forty. Oh my god, Christ, <laughs> we're gonna be so cool. It's exciting though. Spoons, I can't wait <laughs> for us to be in our forties together. <laughs> I'm on like close to my forties, and now I've picked up the nickname Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> it's all uphill from here. Like a fucking adult. <laughs> so, Tom. Yeah. Tell us where the money goes. Okay. So, uh, basically, every episode of this show costs us money to produce, mm-hmm. right? Um, essentially, we each of the hosts makes 15 bucks an episode, mm-hmm. uh, which is really not that much when you think about the fact that we do this for an hour. That's well, and like, it pretty much covers my Metro Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of minimum wage, but like. It's more know. than minimum wage. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like. I if, paid minimum but then there's travel time and stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's not much this more than true. minimum wage. Right. Yes. Um, and then we also can't pay for editing, mm-hmm. which means that I'm doing all the editing for free. Mm-hmm. And because I like the show and I'm on it and produce it, I don't like hate that I'm doing the editing for free, but it'd be nice to get paid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, cause just for people listening, like what you're listening to right now is not the original version of this audio. Like you're being I, lied to. I did do some tweaking, for instance, at the beginning of the show when Spoons introduced herself. And Spoons. inexplicitly, he didn't cut out any of that stuff that happened earlier. All the. Okay, <laughs> like, lessons. It's the lessons. It's a lesson of life. And that air horn noise you heard around the six minute mark that I am now kicking myself because oh. I have to go back and put Find in it, yeah. while I'm editing this 20 minutes into the show. Uh, you know, all of these edits take time and essentially I always tell people like you can expect the edit to take between one and a half to two times the length of the recording. So if we release an hour long episode, I might have done two hours of editing mm-hmm. on this thing. I might have done less like, you know, full disclosure, sometimes there's really not that much I need to do and it's closer to an hour even, which is nice. But yeah. like, that's still free work. Yeah, um, and then you're posting and all this, like, all the social media. That's it. Making sure every platform has it. We got shit to do. Yeah, no. we got shit to do. And uh, and having your support on Patreon ends up making it possible for us to do that and get compensated for it. And like, you know, we would. I, I'm speaking for myself. I would do the show for free because it's fun and I like you guys, but. I'm also an adult with kids and bills to oh, pay. Oh, yeah, and, no, absolutely. And you guys are adults with bills to pay. I feel like, <laughs> like finally, well, finally, also. the. Oh, dogs. God. <laughs> when I, my, my husband from the other room was like, How much? I was feeding the dogs. He was hearing the croquettes going in the bowls. He was like, How much dog food is left? I'm like, None. And he went, Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a fucking 80 bucks you gotta yeah. shell out right away. Um. Why am I talking about dogs? Dogs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because like, I think I feel like that notion that like anything creative is done for love and that's enough is slowly being destroyed by the yeah. masses of people who are hustling and doing a bunch of different things and creating projects and just being like, yeah, I love this shit, but it's also a lot of fucking work. And it's mm-hmm. I'm doing that work based on the skills that I have and that I've learned through my experience or training. So, yeah, time yeah. and work is valuable. Money. Time yeah. is money. Time is money. That's it. Boom. So, so yeah. So it, it, you know, it softens the blow a little bit for us. And the women. And the women. <laughs> it softens the blow and women. Um, yeah, I love soft blow. <laughs> it's my favorite soft sport. Soft blow. That sounds like it could be referring uh, eating at a lady. Uh, it could be soft blow. I, it's such a nicer term than the one you chose to use. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to blow in there. Just. A soft blow, so like as opposed to eating out a box. <laughs> <laughs> so pay for this. That was great timing. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I do want to. I do want to say. I always feels uh, fucking shitty to say these things, but um, 
I'm making this way bigger than it needs to be. <laughs> uh, the Indiegogo campaign. Uh, mm. So Paul and I, uh, with through uh, High Topics, uh, uh, got a bunch of requests for pep talks and songs and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we've uh, it's been a roller coaster, and we haven't been re- able to get to that. But we are absolutely committed to doing them, and we'll be contacting you uh, when we're able to. You yeah. are not forgotten. Your money was very much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's probably worth mentioning. There's. A lot of perks from okay. that that haven't been fulfilled yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, worth mentioning for you to alleviate your guilt. <laughs> worth mentioning for anyone listening who's wondering where their like guest appearance or like you know yeah maybe we can have like a meeting and do a, a marathon thing with everybody it's in the same location. Probably not a bad idea. <laughs> like Adrian, your brother, I owe him like many things. <laughs> to be fair, he never emailed me back, but like I could have, you know, he just him. had a. a second baby so <laughs> he's like he doesn't give a shit about you right now yeah, I, I owe my brother a song a about Metallica so ah. about why Metallica sucks now that's what he requested through the interesting through are you gonna do it in the style of Metallica if I can <laughs> well they suck now Stephane so does, the bar <laughs> yeah Stefan does uh can do the guitar really yeah Stefan plays guitar plays piano god Stefan could not get any sexier I know <laughs> Munch, munch, Stefan. <laughs> I don't know. We, we so don't have that dynamic. <laughs> that was so awkward. Alrighty, is that enough? I'm sorry. I don't know. I I don't know how to be sexy. Okay, munch, munch, Stefan. To me, did that? No, no, no. <laughs> it certainly got me going in all of the places. Yeah. I, I do feel like we owe him financial reparations. <laughs> Which does bring us back to Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Stefan. Um, if you go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you can learn about all of the uh, perks that we have available. So like all of our patrons get a shout out no matter what, as long as you give, a, you know, any amount. Uh, people who give $5 a month get to submit things for us to talk about once per cycle on the show. And there's all kinds of other great stuff up there as well. You can get like customized art uh, you can get a Skype session with me or a life coaching session with Adrian. Uh, you can... Such a good idea. I have my shit so together. She really does. I'm so, I have to say, I'm very pissed off right now. In the space of like two minutes, you said the A name several I times. Know. So you just added so much editing work to your plate, buddy, because I have spoons... To. Is where it's at. I have to go back and put spoons in there. Um, But yeah, you you can get all kinds of great stuff. Uh, You can advertise stuff just like George Poppy does with Chaos. That's Chaos with a K. You want to get us to read an ad read with varying levels of quality we kept? (laughs) You can make that happen. Um, And uh, yeah, if we basically... I think right now we're getting $130 a month, which is enough to pay everybody for hosting Mm -hmm. and not enough to pay for editing. in fact, I think the last payout that I did to everybody using that exactly paid for all of the hosting. <laughs> so that's great because mm-hmm. that means like that's being covered. Yeah. Um, if we wanted to add enough to cover all the hosting or all the editing, uh, maybe another like 70, 80 bucks on top of that would be mm-hmm. like if we could hit 200, that would be satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we can get the show bringing in 500 a month, uh, that'll also be able to pay for things like merch designs and like marketing, which is the thing we desperately need. Photo shoot with Demon Horse at the yeah. Denver airport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we get like five or six months in a row at 500 a month, we can slowly save up to send one person to Denver. Just a one-way ticket. Just to, just <laughs> to hug that their leg. <laughs> take a, take a selfie and then hitchhike back. Yeah, spoons, you would do that, right? Oh, yeah, I that got seems friends like there. Jam. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got buddies there. I can Actually, make it work for a while. <laughs> I think there is a decent chance that one of our patrons, Gabe, is in Denver as we speak. Oh well, he should go out to. Well, I assume he'll go to the Denver airport at eventually. some point. Yeah. yeah, and then you want him to just roam around a field because that's where that <laughs> horse is now. I'm sure yeah. you will get arrested if you stop at the airport, get out of your car, and wander into that that field for a photo op. You will be shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see Gabe if you can get a selfie with that that demon horse thing and not get shot and not get shot uh, i'll be real happy um anyway all this being said if you're listening and you're thinking yeah i want to give these guys some money as little as a dollar is super helpful more than a dollar is even more super helpful but everything counts because also patreon is a little bit about visibility 
where mm-hmm. like it looks better the more people you have. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, like, people yeah. question it less. That's it. If if the mo- that's what I was thinking about with with regards to Patreon, like it was just like, oh shit, or like YouTube. If a, if a YouTube video yeah. has fucking five million views, you're going to be far more likely to click on it because you're like, oh shit, other people have looked at this. Yeah. yeah. Sheep that's mentality. It. So, so help us become noteworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thank you to everybody who already contributes. It's super appreciated. Yeah. We yeah. love you. And recite your names before we go to bed at night. Should we do that part now? Let's pretend I'm going to bed. There's a segue. Do you have a, do you have a music for me? Ooh, going to bed? Ooh. Yeah. Give me a second. I'll pull up some bedtime music. I'll pull up some bedtime music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to fuck them. I'm trying to thank them. <laughs> Sorry, uh, let me let me try. Uh, let me try that again. I'll pull up a little bit of. This it does remind me though. Like, what is Barry White's daughter fucked to? <laughs> Bedtime. She probably fucks. Like, how awkward is that? To Queen, maybe. Just to get as far away as possible from Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, you're not you're not welcome in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't want you there. Oh, what a long day it's been. (laughs) I'm just going to lay down on my bed and think about the people who mean the most to me. (laughs) Patrick, thank you. Gabriel, Kendall, and Carlea, thank you. Thomas, George, thank you. Jan, Gillian, Angie, thank you. Sarah Angelica, Will, Anne, thank you. Just gonna have a little sip of water. It's good to hydrate before bed. Andrew, Laura, and Kate, thank you. Snooze time. Today's featured Patreon question. Which you can, you can get a Patreon question if you give at least $5 a month to us on patreon.com slash up for discussion. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Carlea, who asks, what's the best way to go about asking if someone's gay? Two question marks. Like, at what point do you just go with your, in brackets, gaydar, gut, three question marks? Mm. That's a aggressive amount of question marks for kind of an aggressive premise. Well, I feel like it's just like the what? <laughs> so like I was I was thinking about this earlier mm. and like uh, I have kind of issues with gaydar as a concept at this point just cuz like I feel like often when you hear about gaydar it's in the context of like my gaydar is telling me that person like it's sort of it feels like you're making assumptions about people, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that absolutely yeah. and it's based on whoop, putting the water bottle down. <laughs> it's based on um attitude and physical qualities it's, yeah. it's not based on knowing the person it's like mm, i'm getting that vibe That's and it's it. like look and like vibes are bullshit to me the only time that it's okay to like use your gaydar to figure out if someone's gay is specifically if in the context of i want to sex that person yeah that was and a, i need I to was figure thinking. out if i should ask them or not you know because i find especially as i get older and less horny i just like i don't <laughs> give a shit and I, <laughs> and I think the only context that I would really ever care is like you're trying to bone someone. Yeah. In which case you'd be like, "Do you want bone?" And like, "No, I like dudes." And then you're like, "All right." Right. <laughs> but uh, just to talk about stereotyping, I, I looked this up, and I guess Stanford a couple of years ago created an AI, and they fed it a whole bunch of faces, and uh, it was able to <laughs> predict within. And this is debatable and the study is problematic, but uh, 80 to 90 percent, depending on the gender range of uh, accuracy, uh, whether or not that person was gay. Interesting. Whoa. Uh, And probably a lot of it came down to um, certain what they call uh, gender atypical grooming habits. So like, and there's certainly uh, like cultural trends. That, yeah, 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 yeah. So like the, one of the things with AI is it just, just looking for patterns. So like it, it can't really um, contextualize things that we think that they might be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like they did something where they were able to predict uh, American versus Russian tanks with like 100% accuracy. But the thing was that all the, the Russian tanks were in cloudy pictures and all the uh, US tanks were in like sunny pictures. And like that's all it was looking for. Huh. So, 
um, but I do think that especially like we are very fine-tuned in terms of trying to signal to one another Mm -hmm. and uh, we can do it in very subtle uh, ways that we can we're all pretty good at identifying and picking up on so I think culturally we've you know created a lot of ways to say like to this person over here like yo I'm in your club let's let's bone yeah yeah um in ways that you can probably do with a certain level of accuracy yeah I do find that I don't I don't like there are people like, oh, do you think so and so at work is like gay? And I'm like, I didn't even consider whether or not they had a penis. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well that's the, like, the, I was talking to Paul about this on the metro ride here uh-huh. for context of where my thoughts come from. It's important. It's not. Um, it's often about the curiosity of the of the person who's asking the question, not about, right. wh- you know, like, what are you getting from that? Is it just it's like when uh, white people are curious about, like, the ethnicity of a, of a person of color or mm-hmm. it is just like, yeah, but what does that serve the person that you're asking them? It's just you going, huh? you know, right. like in that context, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And just like it's not it's not relevant. <laughs> but I do. I do. I, it must be so difficult. Like if I wasn't married this would be a thing uh but like who do you hit on how do you but like like right. it, it, like spoons oh my god i almost said the <laughs> so when like spoons said there are already things in place and ways to go about that that go beyond the straight up asking of the person's sexual orientation yeah. yeah that's it yeah like like for me what it comes down to is like the only time it's acceptable to ask someone what their sexual orientation is there's two times one is if you're like actively pursuing them uh-huh. And, and feel clo- like you're allowed to in that situation like if there's a dude that i want to have sex with i'm it's okay for me to ask him like hey like are you interested in having sex with me because i am like that's that's <laughs> but that's different from asking him if he's gay you well, know what i'm sure, saying yeah, like because like cause I, might if, be bi, I feel like you don't need gay. that that's you know yeah like if, if it's an interest in like are you interested in me that's, right that's the question that you're that's really interested in i think you can ask a very close friend if you have that type of like relationship and it's never come up but i feel like you can't like even then it's sort of iffy because it's like it's because how does that affect your behavior towards them it shouldn't well that's so, it right like you know, maybe like if they're saying that they can't find anyone to date and they're like asking you to set them up then it's good for All you right. to know yeah. but like yeah. but that's it like there's there's so few contexts where it's enough your business right that you need Mm -hmm. to ask Mm -hmm. and because like yes it is getting increasingly easier but like it is still dangerous like we're still in a time where like lgbt people struggle right like it is not safe for us in the world right now Mm -hmm. still it's better now than it was 15 20 years ago but like there are still people whose lives would be really dramatically affected by getting outed by someone asking Mm -hmm. them outright you know and so like Carlea, if you, you know, if you are just curious about someone's sexual orientation, maybe just let, uh, let yourself keep being curious. Just you know, whatever. If they want to tell you what what they like, they will do it eventually mm-hmm. or they won't. Uh, but if you are interested in dating them, find a discreet way to ask them if they want to date you, I guess. Like that's, you know. Just yeah. bypass the, the straight up question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, you down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just, don't be like, hey. Are you down for like only this? Yeah, only yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. or like all of this, or yeah. some of this, or you know, just you can bypass the question. You don't have to ask them straight up. Like, yeah, are you gay? Are you straight? Are you li- bi? Are you pan? <laughs> are you like? Is it, there's so else many on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be I like, could hey, see, yeah, you down? I can see you feeling new somebody for a really long time, and it's almost like. I've known you for five years. I don't know your last name. Like, you know, like that kind of thing, like we are way past the point of like, you should know this kind of shit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I could see in that, then it is also awkward because like, you should know this shit. Like why <laughs> did it ever come up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, a weird question. Yeah. But yeah. I've been thinking a lot about, um, and, and this this is so off the topic, but uh, I've been listening to this uh, podcast called The F Plus where they, they read terrible forums on the internet. Um, with funny voices and a lot of them are like fetish forums okay and uh after listening to so many of them all i can look around the world and think is like somebody is looking at me and jerking it and i don't know what it is (laughs) i could be wearing a watch i could have short hair i could could be a very specific height (laughs) 
I could be leaning. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's something I'm unaware of that I'm doing that somebody is jerking off to right now. Yeah. Right. I'm never leaving my house. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. So, like, you joke, but... But so I was talking about this question with Teffer earlier uh-huh. and uh, we we were like, yeah, like we don't really like think about gaydar that much. Like it's kind of an outdated concept almost. Right. Like, y- you know, you don't I don't know, maybe it's just because we're queer, but we don't sit around like looking at every person who passes by and thinking like that person's gay, that person's straight, that person's bi. Like we just don't really do that, you know. But we definitely occasionally have conversations where, like, but that person probably has kinky sex, right? <laughs> well, it's we a lo- whole other discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you get an energy from people sometimes where you're like, yeah. Well, that is that we're so based in curiosity. <laughs> yeah. We're interested in things and people. Why do you think I'm in journalism? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You get to dig into it for, like, you just flash that past and you're like, I can ask you any question. Like, <laughs> yes, but also have to, like, I want to get a job and then keep a job. Mm. So, oh yes, I can ask any question, but also in, within reasonable limits yeah. and also in context. Yeah. Can I dive into something non-question related? It's, yeah, it's I a think podcast, we've already done it. We've already done it. How do you feel about where journalism is going? Because you're mm. like diving into it. Oh, good so. God. Okay. This is this is a good question. Also, how do you feel about kinky sex? No. <laughs> how do you feel order. about journalism of kinky sex? <laughs> is journalism someone's kink? Oh my god! For sure. Absolutely. Watching like the the newsroom like and just jerking it nonstop. Oh. Hey hey! Don't talk about my fetish here. <laughs> you know I love me some Jeff Daniels. Just throw on the network on a loop. <laughs> But to seriously answer your question, though, um, journalism is definitely changing. And when we got into the program, like I'm in going into my third year now. Mm. And when people are getting to the program, when I was telling people I was going into it, they were all like, but journalism is dying. There's no more newspapers. There's no more print. And I'm just looking at them saying it might not exist as it used to, but it definitely is still existing. Mm-hmm. It's evolving. It's going online. It's being different platforms. It's being different kinds of print. Mm-hmm. Like currently, I'm an intern at Panorama Italia, which is an Italian culture magazine in Montreal mm-hmm. and in Toronto, and also now across Canada. A little plug-in. Boom! Sweet. <laughs> I keep moving this. I need to stop doing that. All right. So it's a bi-monthly magazine. So it's not a traditional sense of journalism in that it's like the news cycle is on a loop and it's consistent and 24 hours. There are different ways people get into journalism, different reasons. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons I got into it is the curiosity, but it's not about like the news cycle and telling news. It's more really about getting to people's stories and getting Mm -hmm. to know people and exploring their world. Uh Uh-huh. That's fucking yeah. fantastic because yeah. everybody is so fucking different. We put everyone into boxes and then we <laughs> eat them out. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think it's it's a really awesome direction for you to yeah. be more interested mm. in the people's stories rather than like, oh, what just happened? <laughs> what suit did what? And also like to add on to that, a lot of my older family, they're all worried. When I said journalism, oh. they're like, don't go to the war countries, you'll die. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. don't worry, one, that's not what I want to do. And two, I'm not just going to like finish my schooling and like fly off to <laughs> Afghanistan. Like it doesn't yeah, work that way. Yeah. But also it's not what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I think that also within journalism, people need to understand that it isn't just news. There are feature paths that we can take, yeah, magazines right. and like about people and not just about the news. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, you can dig anywhere all kinds of stuff (laughs) well that's it like if you really if you if you kind of get loose with your definition what we're doing right now is kind of journalism no it's not tom (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely not (laughs) i'm sorry i'm gonna have to disagree i'm trying to make a point here spoons (laughs) (laughs) you're incorrect (laughs) but like but like for real like taking taking a a form of media that can be sent out to people and finding a using it to explore an idea or a message right or or some kind of theme is what's at the heart of a lot of journalism mm-hmm. and like yeah this is not a journalistic podcast no, by no, any no. means but <laughs> a like, podcast can be used for journalism yeah this one does not yeah, yeah exactly 
I think we occasionally get close to to it, and then we take a sharp right turn into butt stuff, and like it just goes I'm awry. I'm pretty you know? sure we would have to a do research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did any research kind of... on this episode. Okay. I looked up who made that statue. <laughs> Journalism. <laughs> if only it was that easy. There you go. <laughs> I'd have been graduated Boom. by now. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's really cool. Like the like taking it from the angle of storytelling and the human mm-hmm. side of everything is like, and and it kind of comes back to what you were saying before. Like we we have this instinct to try and put people in boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And I think. I think a lot of, I think good journalism tries to take people and like open the box a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And like really get at like what the actual like story is yeah. and the heart behind behind people instead of just going like, yep, that person plays for the Raptors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's a struggle that a lot of people I think need to understand. Like I'm talking my like me I'm a student still and I'm still trying to learn and it's not just like oh that's a story like we think we know what stories are Mm. but we don't we're so fucking far from it (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's the struggle of like understanding what makes a really good story yeah yeah and I'm fucking petrified of being the life editor because I like know what a good story is but also sometimes I don't like I have no idea sometimes right yeah Yeah. oh yeah it's terrifying do you ever just sit there and go this is a real scoop I wish I could spoons, but no, I have never done that. <laughs> the guest called her spoons. Have you ever banged your fist on the table and asked for pictures of Spider-Man? Of Spider-Man? Yeah. No, I have not. I'm not, ca- I'm not that kind of journalist. No. <laughs> but I think that that's a really um, uh, relatable fear when you, when yeah. you create anything of just like, is oh, this sure. thing that I'm uh, going after mm. the right thing? Or am I doing this the right way? Or like, how will this be received? There's just so many angles yeah. to There's consider. There's so many. And the thing is, especially if like, it's something that's been done before, like, let's say that guy plays for the Raptors. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all know who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kawhi Leonard, obviously. (laughs) You gotta find the other angle. Yeah. He's been covered extensively in the last, what, year, maybe? Mm -hmm. Not even a full year. And it's, if you're gonna do a good story on him, you gotta find the other angle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard to do, especially when you don't have the access and you don't have all that. That's another, that's a whole other. Oh, for sure. Access? My goodness. So different. How many Uh, costumes do you have in your closet? (laughs) To get that access where you're not given that access. Well, it depends how I dress. <laughs> I like it. Do you ever like stack it. two people on your shoulders, do the big trench coat thing? I am only five foot three, so I could do that, but no, it has not come up yet. <laughs> Have you yet. ever crawled into a box and to listen in on a criminal operation <gasps> and then uh, realized that that box had been loaded onto a cargo plane and you were being <laughs> oh, taken off to another country no. and then Superman had to save you? <laughs> yes, I ended up in Africa once. Excellent. Woo! <laughs> Score. <laughs> but the box thing works. If uh, Metal Gear has taught me anything, it's that the bad guys will hear a noise, but if you put a box over you, they'll say, it's just a box, and well, move on. 1940 Superman has taught me that every time Lois Lane call, crawls into a box, which is every fucking episode, she gets kidnapped and needs to be rescued. <laughs> oh, that's such a I'm weird... hoping I'm never going to be Lois Lane. <laughs> Let's just oh my goodness, yeah, that scaring the shit out of this journalist student with these Lois Lane stories. She's been through a lot. <laughs> That's Lo- what Lois it takes is... to be an ace reporter. Yeah. And she puts in the work. <laughs> She's not wrong. You gotta go, you gotta live through some traumatic shit that's true. to like, yeah. be good yeah that's true if you're not pushing yourself that you need to be rescued by an alien from another planet you are not putting in the effort that you should be (laughs) right there should be like a little questionnaire before you step into the box (laughs) just like what are you ready to be saved by a supernatural alien check yes god the Jehovah's witnesses have gotten really weird (laughs) well Carlea we hope that answers your question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on, a, on a practical level, don't ask people if they're gay unless you want to date them. Even if you're really curious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. I don't know. I, I think it's okay to ask. I just, I, I would question your motives before you just start yeah. poking yeah. around. Yeah. I don't think it's like offensive to, to be like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess just make sure you're close enough with them that it doesn't feel invasive. Yeah. Right? Like Check if- yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know that's a, honestly that's a solid motto yeah it really i'm not is. even kidding it really is it's so it's great because it's been such a like comical use of that phrase but it's so fucking true like yeah. do your research it's yeah. in journalism listen i'm bringing it back to journalism because this is literally what my life has been that's consumed what you're by. here for this is also Bring us into your for. world <laughs> you gotta do your research you gotta like find out if you're gonna like fuck it up uh-huh. If I go into if I go into an interview totally unprepared, I'm gonna look like a total dumbass. Yeah, and then that cancels my access. So I gotta like check myself before Boy, I wreck myself. Wreck there we go. Yes, true, true. Yeah, I I don't like this notion of like don't be like afraid to to ask people awkward questions or like I think we're getting in this very protective space, and I I think that there is a decent conversation to be had about like what is your business? What makes other people uncomfortable? And, yep. and hearing the voices of people that we um, uh, haven't really highlighted. Uh, but also I think it it's counterproductive to say like, just be afraid of, of hurting people's feelings yeah. constantly and uh, never get the information that you, <laughs> you'd like would grow and benefit from. Like that also feels kind of um, like a weird trend to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I feel like that's a really good point. Cause I also feel like, um, communicating that it's okay to, if, if somebody does ask you that like mm-hmm. it's on both sides of the, of the situation to say i'm not comfortable sharing that with you yeah instead mm-hmm. of yeah. it immediately being like a thing or an like an offense or something like that yeah just be like it's okay for people to put their boundaries up and be like i don't want to talk about this with you yeah and you shouldn't push me after that you yeah. know so um yeah people being afraid of questions is not Sorry? people just need to communicate yes mm-hmm. yes and not be afraid of asking the questions yeah mm-hmm. yeah but also don't be a total dickhead mm-hmm. like yeah yeah push further yeah. you know like i should just go up to those strangers on the street and say what is it that you're jerking off to because <laughs> you really should then i'll know then you'll know then you'll be able it's, to it's dress to accordingly bed. you'll be able to lean in just a way because sometimes you want to give them a jerk you know what i'm saying just a freebie just a little freebie just throw one just out like, there oh and then you lean on that plexiglass and yeah. they're like oh the Fingertips on the plexiglass and then jerky jerky. I just want to know I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a watch fetish or... Uh... Although that wouldn't make me feel good about myself because it's the watch doing all the work. No, none of these things would make you feel good about <laughs> None of the things that people really need jer- love <laughs> jerking off to are things that you need to be proud of. <laughs> I'm proud of my feet. I'm proud of, them. I'm proud of them. There's a lot of people on the internet that would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously considered rubbing my feet on on balloons to get some money at one point. I think I've said this before. On you balloons know, specifically. Well, cause, yeah, it's a thing. The, the sound. Okay. With this, and it's, it's just like it's just my feet. So oh. you can buy a silicone foot to like fuck, but they're only right <laughs> feet. They don't have a left. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that thing that took a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> you can only have like two of the same sign. What but uh, it's do? stupid because like depending on how you hold the foot, it, yeah, the big gonna... toe is going to be always on that one side. Like what if that side doesn't do it? Get Okay, yeah. manufacturers of these things, <laughs> listen up. Both feet. Yeah. I think there's like or a hands hand. with yeah, no, like, but it's the same hand. So like you could set them up against a mirror and then pretend to fuck a whole person. <laughs> It's like they're, it's like you're fucking, um, um, Kitty Pride because she can go through walls. She's a comic book okay. character. I, I apologize. And she she's, goes, she's she goes through X-Men, things. Right? So if she's like just going through the wall a little yeah. bit, then you're like, I'm, I'm fucking Kitty Pride's foot. That's not, that's just, okay. <laughs> I am so sorry to you and everything you, you represent. Well, I'm not sharing this with my family anymore. <laughs> This might be the episode with the most instances of the word fuck. That's <laughs> oh, I should consider that. The, the guest's <laughs> intentions to share with okay. people they're close to when I say shit like that. It's okay. I'll share it with all my friends. It's not my family. Fantastic. 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 My mom listens to this. <laughs> yeah, but your mom is, you're a 30-year-old woman. I'm 21. <laughs> so what she's saying is your mom's used to... To your behavior, or she still live at home. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. okay, okay, okay. Where do you think I get it? Is really. 
<laughs> Your mom told you about the foot fucking. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That was over the line. Over the Edit line. it. I'm sorry. Don't Jan? Say Jan? Jan. Close. Damn it. Damn it. I'm sorry, Jan. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's not offended by that. <laughs> if you are, talk to me about it. If my mom found out that you could only fuck like fake left feet, she would definitely call me and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this crazy? <laughs> Why? What's wrong with people? <laughs> what was the point of all yeah. this? Foot fucking. Yeah. Yeah. That's ultimately why we spent so much time asking wow. people to pay us at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get them before they hear anything. That's yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Gotta yeah, rope yeah, them yeah. in. Yeah. They get Play to that. the dessert after. <laughs> you gotta eat your meat. This is a. This feels like the right place to end. <laughs> um, uh, are we crunched for time or are we okay for uh, time? We could do like five minutes, depending. Okay, I think my thing would it would just take two minutes. Cool, go for it. Um, I wanted to give some love to the lovely Kate Hammer, who is uh, was a host on the show and is no longer a host on the show. Uh, she contributed so many wonderful thoughts, opinions, mm-hmm. comedic twirls and whirls, just being in the room made things lovely. Um, Kate, I love you very much, and I thank you very much for being on the show, and uh, we love you, and... Uh, Oh my god! It sounds like she's dead. She's very she's alive. still alive and Kate. very funny and performing oh, regularly. Follow Kate Hammer on all the social media platforms. Uh, she, what, what is her Twitter handle? Uh, I think at she's the, at Kate the Hammer. Kate the Hammer. Uh, she's on Facebook. Uh, she does shows all the time, improv shows, stand up. She does all kinds of different things, and she's wonderful. And when I think about her, I feel better. <laughs> you know. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I feel that way about Johan Denora. Oh my goodness. Personally, he's yeah. my ray of sunshine. Yeah. Oh, everybody has a ray of sunshine. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to shout out a ray of sunshine in your life? Coffee. <laughs> Cold. Cold. All Literally, my friends and family. Ice oh, iced coffee. Iced coffee. <laughs> Spoons. Ah, uh, Kate. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. my ray of sunshine. Me? Yes. Stop. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. But uh, yeah, no, seriously, it was really a pleasure to have you on the show, and uh, we wish you all the best. Absolutely. Sexiest voice in the business. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Anyway, if you guys like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. They know, Tom. They know. <laughs> Jesus. I, know. I feel like after spending so much of the beginning of the episode talking about Patreon, it feels silly to start the outro with Patreon. But that's what we do. So, you know, if you made it this far, that means you liked this enough to stick around. Mm. Consider doing it. You could also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on mm. Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, which actually is like we didn't talk about this at all earlier, but this is like just as helpful as supporting oh us on Patreon. Goodness. Yeah. If not, maybe even more helpful. Did honestly. anybody respond to my personal request for validation? Uh, I don't remember. I uh, am a uh, an insecure human being, mm-hmm. and I made a shout-out to say, comment, tell me why you like me. <laughs> Nobody's done it yet. Nobody's done it yet. <laughs> oh, no. We can't leave it hanging that way. People, you really got to... You gotta throw Kate a bone here. Please. <laughs> I don't know who I am. <laughs> Help. It's just mean at this point. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The lack thereof is just like, oh, that's it. That's they're, that's what their comment is. They're actively bullying you by not leaving a comment. Oh. Yeah. Are you a bully? I didn't think so. Go leave us a rating and review where you tell us how much you love Kate. <laughs> hey, I said like. Love. I can only be the ray of sunshine for one person, and that's spoons. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's got lovely feet, and uh, if, she, if you validate her, she might show Wait. them. <laughs> no, no. Why? Patreon.com slash after discussion. Uh, I didn't promise. foot balloon video. No. 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 Uh, maybe? <laughs> How about a dog paw? Will you accept a dog paw on a balloon? Just a photo. Oh, we of, could do that. That's very cute. That's probably really... I have two dogs, and they're gorgeous, so... Let's do that. All right. Next patron gets that. Actually, if we get just one new patron from this episode, we'll just post a photo of Kate's dog touching a balloon. <laughs> and then the, you can do whatever you think is appropriate. Just sexily rubbing yeah. a balloon. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Dog paw. It's a little like grainy, you know. Yeah. 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 Sound. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> I gotta plan some good treats because that's not gonna feel, make the dog feel <laughs> good dogs, about themselves. Your dog specifically would hate that. Yeah, yeah Trixie would be like, no. R2 would be like, where's the banana? <laughs> oh, I don't mean that because se- banana can lead to se- banana can lead to sex. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> close this episode. Stop this episode. Potassium is my kink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if your kink is wearing clothing or drinking out of a mug that has your favorite show's <gasps> logo on it, well done. Uh, we also have merch that you can get over at Public. <laughs> you can click the link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff there. Do bananas uh, and pajamas lead to sex? <laughs> You know what happens when you come downstairs, Spoon. <laughs> Especially in bears. <laughs> uh, uh, I gross. just I just saw a photo posted about the with the Yaw merch. Yeah, the, from the Yaw podcast. Fucking looks great. Yeah. The colors are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Get in on that. That's it. Yeah, our stuff looks equally gorgeous. Oh yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm just saying. I particularly saw <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. that, and the logo is really great. So I, I was just gonna say, yeah. close the show, Tom. I'm working on. all right share this episode with a friend who makes it hard for you (laughs) you could also oh you know what would be fun actually share this episode with someone who uh you want to ask out on a date but you don't know if they're into you or not so they listen to this like hour of people talking about what makes them come that's good (laughs) if they get to the end of this it means that they like you enough to listen through the end of a thing that you sent them and that's probably a good sign that they at least care about you yeah can can i address the audience for a minute do it hey person who came here because they were tweeted at somebody uh (laughs) wants their box eaten or maybe your box eaten you know this Either is the way, feeling for that spaghetti bolognese. You know what I'm saying? Somebody wants no. you to know. <laughs> I love your honesty throughout this episode. It's just like stupid question spewed out, straight up fuck you answer. I love it. I love it. It's the only way to respond in these situations. Journalism. <laughs> yes, that's a fucking great skill to have in journalism. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So, you know, Twitter people uh, get banging. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, you can follow this show on social media at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tonsalatni. I'm at Red Random. At Boxless Thoughts. At LifeW.K. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. That's the wrong one. Okay. Oh, you're not saying that that's not hot, but it's the wrong address that you're yes. getting. Okay. That's, what's that's what's my the real Instagram. one? Okay. Well, they can follow you there, too. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> the, how do I make this not sound so long? Okay. At life with K underscore A Y. There we go. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll type that out. I don't out know if it's your voice well. or the Thanks. letters and the, it just feels very welcoming. I think it's a reading. Thank you. It's a reading. <laughs> the, the tone and quality of the, the delivery. Do you feel my foot under the table? <laughs> Sexy. Do you feel my balloons under the table? <laughs> Uh, does anyone have anything to plug bearing in mind this comes out on july 23rd why did i say july <laughs> not sure uh, kate will be making me come in about 10 minutes <laughs> check that out tom will leave a link in the description oh, no. uh, tom was like totally on board and then as it continued the the, the head to the, the hand to the head just going oh i apologize it's a hard one. It's been a hard episode it's for me. It's a hard one. Get it into me. It's a hard one. Satisfy me with fate. I don't know. It's good. Yum. Uh, but Tom walked in here saying, like, the last episode, we kept talking about sex. It was very uncomfortable. It's <laughs> true. Is that what really happened? 229 has a whole lot of stuff about butt sex. Oh, this has a whole lot about feet. Well, we have to keep it fresh. That's it. Welcome to Sexy July. (laughs) Ooh, daddy. Uh, I want to plug one last time, uh, Patreon. (laughs) Give us money. Oh, wait, wait. I'm going to jump on that. Uh, uh, Off JFL is happening right now, uh, Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of shows uh, from Montreal Improv Mm. Peeps uh, from July 18th to the 21st or something. There's uh, Black and Funny on the 18th, I think, and this then like comes out on the 23rd. 
tired. Oh, fuck. It doesn't, it's not relevant. Oh. oh, oh, I hope you went to see those shows. Yeah, Dice with the Dice of Destiny with Jordan McRae. That would yeah. be the one. I, I'm not sure what the date is, but it's probably over. Jordan's great. But you though. should go. If you, if you missed Dice of Destiny, uh, listen to the last like five or six episodes of our Jeopardy bonus series, and you'll hear a lot of Jordan. He's, he's amazing. Destroying that. He's, he's so good. Yeah, he's actually really pleased with himself. He keeps telling me, he's like, I'm killing it on Jeopardy. I'm doing so well on Jeopardy. <laughs> I did not do well on Jeopardy, Kayla. Not either. I've only played it once, though. So I want to go up against you Jordan. Were? I'm so sorry. Thank you. Yeah, you want to go up against Thank Jordan? You. I do. I'll put you in the next round. All right. That sounds easy enough. Uh, Can I feed the participants snacks? As during long as the they're show? not bananas. Oh! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to plug either. So All I guess right. that's, uh, we're good. That's it. We're done. Everyone's, we're finished. We're done. We're done. We're finished. It's show over. over. Can we go home? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, go away. Get out of my house. Get out. <laughs> Let me just take off my socks. Oh, can I, I'm I just sorry. throw out like a special thanks to Crackers oh, yeah. and Jam. Oh, that's yeah, do idea. it. Do it. Uh, you know, because they continually, uh, despite our content, let us uh, use their title track of their EP Benson. <laughs> Uh, is our theme music and you can find all their music at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com and this show is produced and edited and regretted by Tom Zalat. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. <laughs> the Upford Network. You can find out about all of our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Yeah. Kayla, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you so much. to explain. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me just blow dry my hair here. Uh, I'm here to tell you about Lasers on the Ride podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. It's a mix of comedy, uh, interviews, and the existential drama that only real life can bring. Now I'm gonna go take a shower. Goodbye. If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else.